0: Hello, friends. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm extremely excited about this call that we have today. So, I am bringing on Jillian today, and we are talking about all things human design. So, if you are aware of human design, you know it is one of the coolest things ever. If you're not aware, I want you to stick around because I'm going to have Jillian take us through what exactly it is, and specifically today, kind of how you can use human design to align and grow your business. So I'm super excited. And I know too, that she pulled my chart. So those should be some fun little nuggets from that too. All right. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? Good. Sorry for my tardiness. We have a teething baby I know you know how it is mom life
1: I do know how it is I do know how it
0: is yeah sure. so anyways I'm so excited for yeah. I was like I, I've been so excited about this because I'm obsessed with human design and I I like dabble like I know enough to where I like to have my clients like run their charts so I can see these like I feel like at least what their type is. So it's like, okay, I have a general idea because I think, and that's what I want to talk to you about today. I think it's really important for us to make sure that we're aligned, like, especially within our businesses is like, for what, you know, what we're built for. So before we get into, can you tell everybody a little bit more about you and what you do?
1: Yes. So, well, in human design terms, I am a 6'2 splenic projector and I work with Spiritual entrepreneurs basically to help them learn how to integrate human design into their business so that they're creating a business that's really aligned with their energy and they're not having to burn out, they're not having to hustle, they're not forcing themselves to do things that just don't doesn't feel aligned because I have definitely been in that space before. So yeah, that's a little bit about what I do.
0: Yeah, I love it. And I think like something that you said reminded me of like. One of the reasons that I love human design so much is I've never you know I know there's a lot of things out there. there's the enneagram and like all sorts of like quizzes, and all love to learn more about ourselves. but to me, human design has been the thing that has made me almost like understood my like understand myself on a deeper level to where I'm like, "Wow, okay." I'm not wrong. It, it feels permission giving almost.
1: Yeah. I've- and that's, that's exactly what most people say when they, when they get like a blueprint done or they start diving a bit deeper. They're like, these are things I've known about myself, but some somehow I either have like been conditioned or was taught that this was wrong. And it's basically like permission to really be your authentic self, which I love because I, you know, I am a projector who was trying to work like a generator and, and a manifesting generator is like burning myself out prior. And <laughs> so it's like, oh, I can rest. And that's actually productive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Seriously. It's like you said, it's a lot of like unlearning and deconditioning. So it's like, this is your actual roadmap. So, okay, let's back it up a little bit. If somebody is listening to this and they're like, WTF is <laughs> human design, What are these ladies talking about? Give us in like simple terms, what exactly human design is.
1: Yeah. So I like to call it, it's basically like your soul map. And it's like the soul map of how you were designed to be. And it's it's almost like the map, the user guide, the manual to you. And it basically combines like ancient energy systems. So astrology, the chakra system, the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah tree of life. There's some, there's elements of neuroscience quantum mechanics so it's all combined to create this system basically which is how we are authentically designed to be and it's really like fascinating once you start diving into it and there's so many layers of human design and you can realize like yeah how how you're designed how you're you you can go as deep as you want to go basically but when you're starting out, the first thing you would want to understand is your type your strategy and your authority and that's when you start integrating that into your life, you'll start noticing a difference.
0: Mm, Yeah. And that's like, I think, you know, as we're kind of talking through today, like I, I gave you my birth stuff and I think Mm -hmm. and finding out that I was a generator talking about like, like permission giving, there's a lot of beauty in like us understanding, like you said, that rest is productive and that, you know, we need to be comfortable being still and all of those things. And while you know, from a psychological standpoint, I understand that I understand the importance of recovery. And obviously, the the way that I train and but I also was almost like, but I I like to move and I like to move fast. Mm -hmm. And so just understanding, like you said, just understanding that that was my type and that like, I am the worker bee. And so that's, that's Mm -hmm. how I move. That to me was like, almost relieving to where it's like, I can rest but I can rest when I feel like it's time to rest. And I don't have to like burn out to me doesn't necessarily come from a lot of action. It comes from action that is more so forced versus aligned. Right.
1: And that's, yeah, that's such a key part of the generator and the manifesting generator type as well Is like, you can, you have this, like this access to the sustainable energy, this life force energy. And it's almost like a battery. Like I think of, the sacral center is your battery so when you're doing work you love like you will be able to do a lot of it and you won't feel burnt out but when it's that you're trying to force yourself to do stuff that's like this isn't really feeling good and I'm sure we've all been there like at some point in our life or business is like oh I should do this I should be doing more of this and you're trying to force yourself and you're just feeling this like resistance and that's like such a sign that you're you know something something's a little bit out of alignment
0: Hmm. So can you give us like a little brief, like summary of the different types?
1: Yes. So, so you're a generator. So generators are, yeah, they can be the worker bee. They're like the action takers of the collective, but generators do need to like be aware too, that you're not only meant to take action for other people. Sometimes that can be something that generators are like, you have such a magnetic aura that you're constantly getting asked to do things. So for generators and manifesting generators as well, it's just really important to make sure that you're only saying yes to what is actually exciting, what actually lights you up. The manifesting generator is similar in the sense that they also have that defined sacral, So they have access to that same life force energy, but they are more multi-passionate. So they tend to, (laughs) they might want to, you know, kind of have a little balls in the air and that's actually how they're designed. So sometimes I've had manifesting generator clients come to me feeling like, I just need to pick something and focus. And, you know, that's actually not how they're designed to be. So they're trying to work against their natural energy. And that happens a lot because, you know, they've been conditioned to behave in a different way.
0: My husband is a generator and he likes, like, all the things. And uh, I, he likes so many things. Like, there's so many things. Like, just, like, too many things. And then once I found out that he was a Manny general I was like, okay, you can have all your things. <laughs>
1: I'm the same way. My husband's also a manifesting generator. I'm like, can you just like do some, like, because he'll be doing so many different things at once. Like, can you just sit and like watch the show with me? He'll be like playing on his phone, like doing this and that. I'm like, no, that's actually when he's happiest is when he's got so many different things on the go. So that's the general I'm a projector. So projectors are like, they're called the wise guides of the collective. So they can kind of see what needs to be done. They can see really well in like, basically how to fix things a lot of the time something projectors need to be careful about is not offering advice when it hasn't been asked for so sometimes when you're doing that you can phone and people aren't you know ready or willing to hear what you have to say then you know they could come across as bossy you could come or the projector might start feeling really bitter because people you know aren't interested in their advice so that's why projectors just want to have some sort of like invitation to to share what they see. It doesn't have to necessarily be like a formal written invitation, <laughs> you know. When you're but when you're working with someone as a projector, you would you know like if I have a client, then that's already that's my you know invitation to share. But that's mm-hmm. just something for projectors to be aware of. Be- I don't
0: projectors. I don't know. I don't know what it is, and maybe you, maybe there's something that you can fill me in on here. But like I find that. Some of my clients that get actually the best results are projectors. I don't know what it, and I'm very aware of like that projectors will burn themselves out. And I think because yeah. I'm aware of projectors like needing to prioritize rest more and kind of working in like shorter spurts and things mm-hmm. like. But I don't know what it is. I feel like we vibe like super super well.
1: Yeah, and I it, well, it's it's a lot of the times it's because like you'll have the defined sacral mine is undefined, undefined so then like these types work well together because they're picking up like I'm picking up like undefined so you're to sacral energy when I'm in your presence same as your product or clients would and then it really depends on the each person's unique chart but they're picking up the energy exchange and it, and it works
0: yeah it totally totally does okay so we went through generators we went through manifesting generators projectors and so there's manifestors and reflectors are the other two right
1: so manifestors they're about nine percent of the population so they're a bit more rare and they are the only type that is actually designed to go out there and initiate so everyone else is meant to, to wait in some capacity manifestors are basically like the visionaries so they can see things that other people can't and sometimes it can be a little bit misunderstood because people just can't quite, they don't get what this manifestor person is, is seeing because it's, it needs to be brought into the collective. That's basically what the manifestor is here to do. So they have these picture ideas, but they also don't have defined sacral. So they need to basically put out this new idea, invention, whatever it is that they're doing. And then they need to take a step back and pass it on to someone like a manifesting generator, generator to do like, the work that needs to be done so that's why you can start to see how the types work together it's like everyone is unique and one type isn't better than the other it's like they're really designed to complement one another
0: Mm, yeah and that's so interesting too because I'm thinking about like my team and so I'm a generator I have a projector I have a manifester I have a manifesting generator and another projector so it's like yeah everybody
1: brings, like, different pieces. Definitely. And, yeah, like, the projectors can see the system. The the manifestors can, like, come up with the (laughs) new crazy ideas. The generators and the manifesting generators are, like, can really get stuff done when they're in alignment. So, yeah, all these pieces. And then the reflectors, these are very rare. They're only 1% of the population. And they basically have a completely open chart. So what that means is their whole chart will be white when you look at it. I didn't. Yeah. So they have no centers defined. So they are near and they are amplifying the energy of people around them and really like picking up everyone else's energy and reflecting it back to the people around them. So if you're a reflector, your environment is so, so important because you're so open. So you're always picking up like everyone else's stuff. And it's, it's the reflectors are also very wise because they can see. Like, what is going on in their community? And they can then share that. But people have to, again, be open to receive that. So reflectors are, can also sometimes feel misunderstood because they, just, they can see things in a different way. And then their energy is very inconsistent because it's so dependent. They're very tied, actually, to the, to the lunar cycle. So, yeah, so reflectors really need to understand, start to understand, like, the moon cycle. And they'll, they'll feel differently throughout the month. So they'll have parts of the moon, they may feel like they have more energy and other parts they won't. So their energy is just inconsistent. It's not a bad thing, but it's just something that they need to be aware of.
0: Mm, so interesting. So when it comes to business specifically, so for all the business watching, listening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you said it's important for them to understand, obviously, their type, which we just went through all the types and then each. As a strategy. And can you the strategy for each type and then tell me why that's important, especially in business? Yeah.
1: So generators and manifesting generators essentially have the same strategy, which is wait to respond. And this is about really taking. So we talked a little bit about how you need to really be listening to your sacral or doing what lights up your sacral. So if you have this, when it comes to waiting to respond, it's about taking time to tune into that. Like it's a gut response Mm -hmm. is how you feel it. So before you're saying yes to, you know, everything you're asked, it's like taking a step back and and giving yourself that chance to, to tune into your gut. Does this actually light me up? And for many gens and generators asking yes or no questions is really helpful to get that clarity. So open-ended questions could just be like, I, I don't know, I don't know what I want. But if you say, do you want like Thai food for supper? Then you'll know, you know, your gut will tell you once you start to learn how that feels in your body. It's also, when it comes to waiting to respond, And there's always things around this the generator type to respond to. So people sometimes get tripped up thinking like, I have to just be sitting around waiting all the time. But it's just like, it could be something as simple as like you're walking down the street and you see a coffee shop that catches your eye. Like that's something to respond to. So it's not all oh, like, you know, for, in your business, for example, it's like maybe you're thinking of offering a new type of program and then you keep seeing like a similar type of program coming up on your social media. Like people are talking about things like a group program, say, uh-huh. and you keep seeing other people offering group programs and then like, that's now something to respond to. And that's when you would ask yourself like the yes or no question of, is this something I want to do in my business?
0: Yeah. I found that for, for me as a generator, I kind of went through that period to where I was like, okay, I'm supposed to just sit here and wait, which is like, I don't care, you know? And so when I figured (laughs) out things specifically like content, you know, a lot of my clients are like thinking about new content and stuff to put out for me, I can just scroll through social media because I've done so much work that like comparison, I don't feel any of that. Or so like, I can find things to respond to, I can read a post and, and say, Oh, I want to post my version of what I feel about that, or that's you know, that angers me or triggers me. And so I want to respond or even like, I tell a lot of my generator clients, I'm like the best thing that you can do for your business is go out and live your life because that's how you create your content is like just being out in the world and things like you said, you're out for a walk and like all most of my, some of my greatest ideas will come to me like when I'm working out. So mm-hmm. I think there's perception that was really important for me to kind of like use discernment around. is like, you're not just sitting there. Like you said, just like waiting for something to fall into your lap. It's just like, Putting yourself for me, it was about putting myself in situations to where I could give myself things to respond to. Yeah, exactly. And yes, it's, it's
1: there. There'll be a lot just when it comes to creating content. Just scrolling, scrolling through social media will give you something to respond to in some way. Whether you're yeah, you know, whether it's something that triggers you, or whether you're like, oh, I totally agree with that. That oh. is something that you can write write your own content around, or it's something that you're like, okay, that's actually something I feel like. Would be really aligned for me to do in my own business.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. Manifesting generators and generators. We are wait to respond.
1: If- so projectors are to wait for the invitation. This also gets <laughs> misconstrued sometimes of thinking like I can't do anything unless someone formally invites me. When it comes to waiting for the invitation, the biggest thing around it is not giving advice when it hasn't been asked for. So. That's when people will find that they're like, if they if they haven't been invited to give advice, and it's not like it's not like, can you please share your your opinion with me? But it's it's like for example, say say you're talking with someone in your DMs, and you can see that there's like something for at the projector, you can see very clearly, like there's something that they could do better in their business. But before you just start like listing off ways you think they could improve. Like you ask them if they're open to receive, like or if they're open to hearing that invitation. And then that's then basically like you're kind of asking for the invitation before you speak. And that's just done so you're pro- protecting your energy because projectors don't have the same amount of energy as a generator manifesting generator type. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be sharing like all your wisdom with people who just aren't ready to receive that right now. Mm-hmm. You want to be looking at for people who like, truly value what you have to say, who see, like, who are excited by what you have to share because you know that you're wise and you can see things in a different way. So that's what it can look like.
0: Yeah. I love Um, it. clients little strategic things that I have them do is like using the Q and a box on Instagram, like they really well, or even when we set up kind of like the structuring of the programs they offer, Putting them in that seat of like being the teacher of being able to be like, okay, we're going to do like a Q and A session, you know, once a month or whatever, like in the in the program, and that's where my client Jessica is watching right now, and she's a, Mm -hmm. and it's like, like you know, dive into like soak up the knowledge because you just she loves to learn, and then she loves to give that back. But I love what you said about like just being careful because it is about protecting your energy since they have less energy because I've noticed that sometimes when projectors are, you know, they're so giving because they have so much knowledge resentment that gets built up because they're like yeah. giving, and giving and giving, but like people aren't asking for it, but they're giving anyways. And then, and that's a whole another issue, right? Oh
1: yeah. I've definitely been there like prior to understanding human design. I would, I would be, you know, I oh, I could see like this new way to do something and I think this would work really well. Like I was acting as more of a consultant at that point. And if people weren't open to receive it, I would feel very like that bitterness and that resentment start to build up because it's like, well, why did you know like why'd you hire me then? Like if you're not if you're not interested. And then that's really like as a projector, you wanna be around people that or you know, want to hear what you have to share. And so that's a big like takeaway for protectors to really honor your energy is to surround yourself with people that value your wisdom and value what you have to
0: say. Yeah, so true. Okay. So how about manifestors?
1: So manifestors I mentioned a little bit, they're the only type that is meant to go out there and basically inform and initiate is their strategy. Okay. So they are going to have like the crazy idea. Maybe not so crazy, but people aren't necessarily going to understand. And, but they are meant to go out there and be the start of something. But while they're doing this, they need to inform the people around them that are, is going to be impacted by it. Hmm. So like, like, for example, you're, you know, you're thinking about going back to school. You would want to tell your husband and like, maybe your work, like whoever would be impacted by it. It's not about asking for permission though. It's about just making sure everyone's aware of what it is that you're doing. Mm. Because otherwise there's that resistance that can be faced. Okay. Um, manifestors really don't like to be told what to do. So <laughs> if you have a manifestor in your life, like they, they need that freedom to, to do what they can see, like to explore what they can see in a way that other people can't.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. I have a manifestor client. And it, she's always like, <laughs> I'm being resistant. I'm like, you're not being resistant. We're, just <laughs> We're saying that I could I could definitely see that because it's like anytime that I'm like, Hey, how about this? And it's like, not her idea, then there's some resistance there. So they have a lot of sense. So then reflectors, what's their strategy?
1: So they are meant to tune into the lunar cycle. So that's, it's a a little bit different. This It's actually their strategy and our story are very similar. So they're meant to, like for big decisions, they have to wait 28 days. So this is why they need to really understand like the lunar cycle, because sometimes, some points of the month, they're going to have a lot more energy. And another time in the month, they're not going to. So when they understand like, what fate like what phase they're in it's easier for them to kind of plan what they're doing in their business and in their life so they're not you know jam-packing themselves with things when it's a time they consistently don't tend to have as much energy it will be inconsistent because their energy changes every day like depending who they're around because they're so open right but that's just something that will help them to ha- have a sense of you know, what their energy levels will
0: be like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So good. So when it comes to like business specifically and like thinking about, you know, people growing their businesses, I think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that you will agree with me here that alignment is one of the most important of that, because I feel like when you're out of alignment, that's when things aren't going to go the way that you want them to. Right. So <laughs> if Human design essentially to me feels like such a big key for people to step into step into their alignment. And so beyond knowing, like just for someone who's who's just starting out or maybe has just heard of human design and they find out, okay, this is my, this is my type, this is my strategy like what sort of steps or advice would you give to someone who is like, wants to make sure that they're kind of proceeding and have that goal of alignment for their business?
1: Yeah. So the strategy is a really big piece of it, but also the authority because that's how they're going to like, that's how they're designed to make decisions. Mm -hmm. And we're always taught to make decisions in a logical, well thought out manner. And that's actually not an authority in human design. There's seven different authorities. Not one of them is the mind. So oh. it's, it's about learning how to tune into what you're like, basically what your body you will when you when you reach the clarity. You need. They're all quite different. Some people will have a very instant like gut response, like the sacral authority. Some people need a bit more time to feel into what's right for them, but it's about learning how that feels in your body. So you're not making decisions that, you know, actually, like, it's it's really your intuition. Like, you're not making something that's going against, like, some part of you deep inside that knows this isn't right, but is like, okay, no, logically, this makes sense. Like, this will be the natural next step. But for some reason, like, your gut is not saying yes. It's like, nope, <laughs> it's not right. That is what I would say to, like, really focus on it first, because so often people are doing things like based on what someone else is telling them to do. And they're not taking that time to tune in with themselves. And then they get into this situation where it's like, they might've even felt okay in the, in the energy of the other person. And then when they're not around that person anymore, it's like, I don't know that I actually want to do this.
0: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So there's um, the authority, there's the emotional authority.
1: Yeah. There's seven different types. So
0: are they based on the center's?
1: It's based on, yeah, it's based on what you have defined or undefined in your chart. And it will say like right on, right on your chart, what, what your authority is.
0: Uh
1: But yeah, it's, that's the biggest thing I would say to focus on is your strategy and authority, because those will be the two pieces that will help you identify whether you're making decisions that are actually right for you or not. Mm -hmm. And when you're really getting caught up in the mind or like asking other people for advice, like you're not tapped into your authority, you're. Mm. You know you're looking to external sources, and you're not you're kind of giving your power away in a sense, so
0: if anybody knows me, that's the opposite of what I teach. I'm like you are your own power source. this is all about you coming back to you yeah, the reason well, that's so much that's,
1: that's exactly why what human design is about. It's like
0: you can have someone
1: to help guide you to understand those parts of yourself better, especially as you're learning it, but like the answer will be within you, and it's just about. Learning how that will feel for you. And I always say, like, when you're first starting out and this is brand new to you, try it with like making small decisions first, like something as easy as what's for supper tonight. (laughs) And then start to learn as like how that feels in your body. So you're not, because if it's brand new and you're like, well, I don't know what my gut response feels like. I don't know. Like, if you're disconnected from that, you might, you might not even know what a yes versus a no feels like. Yeah.
0: So it's, a, it's almost a, an invitation to like reconnect with our intuition and our body, too, which is so, so important just for what I believe, like our fulfillment in our lives in general.
1: Yeah. And like human design is really like, it's called an experiment for a reason. There's going to be times where you like, even when you know all this stuff, that you'll still step out of alignment. But it's that piece that will help you get back into alignment um, is understanding like these three key pieces. And then you can always dive so much deeper, but that's like when you're starting out, that's where I would say to focus.
0: Yeah, and that's like, right. I think it's my line three that I'm like the experimenter. So I'm supposed to go and like fuck some things up and then bring the lessons
1: back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the line five is a visionary that can can share from, from the experiences that you've learned. Yeah, like that's what you're meant to do. And that like the profile is another big piece of it. But I would say first start with your, your strategy and authority, at least make sure you understand what that actually is like in your life. And then you can start diving even deeper.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. And this is like, I feel because from obviously diving into, I have the, the understand understanding human design book by Karen Curry. And I like went yeah. through my chart, all the channels, like it goes so deep. It's crazy. So I feel like yeah. this, for people just starting out to just like get this glimpse of, like you said, the strategy, the authority and and their type. So they can kind of just kind of feel into that and then choose to go deeper if they want to. So I would love to ask you, I know that I gave you my stuff from my chart. So you, mm. like <laughs> using kind of like what we've talked about here and like as it pertains to business, is there anything in my chart that you were like this should be this would be really important to you because I would love to hear that I would love for people to kind of experience and witness you in your mm-hmm. around this is like what you advise people as you look at their charts
1: yeah so like with the defined sacral as a generator one thing I would and I think I may have mentioned this already but like it's really important that you're only saying yes to what lights you up in your business and in your life but this is just such a big piece of it it's like you will be able to do so much and people are probably asking you to do things all the time. So it's about really tuning into that like sacral gut response of yes, I want to do this or no, it just like doesn't feel right. And you'll feel like when when you're feeling it's a yes, like you'll, you'll probably feel your body kind of like opening up to it. Whereas if it's kind of like you're contracting it on yourself, you're like, well, maybe like maybe I should then it's probably a no, because that's you going into your head, right? And that's not how you're designed to make decisions. What else was I going to mention? Also, yeah, we kind of chat a little bit. The line three, you need to experiment. Like, don't think of it as mistakes. Think of it as, like, this as you learning what will work. And then that line five, just something to be aware of. As a three-five profile, you can have people project onto you a lot. And they might think of you as like a savior almost and that can be a lot of pressure. And so sometimes you put a lot of pressure on yourself to like want to be diving in and helping everyone. But like the, the, the line five has a bit of that mirroring, like acting as a mirror for people as well. So people will project onto you what they want. And you just need to know that like their projections onto you isn't always meant for you to be solving. Like it's not always something for you to solve. Just something to be aware of, especially in business, I'm sure you know you could get pulled a lot of directions if, like I think you have pretty strong boundaries from just the sense I'm getting here, but that is oh, actually, that is a good now that I'm looking at your chart too because you have an open emotional solar plexus, that is usually about setting boundaries can sometimes be challenging when you have this open as I do as well, and I know so that might be something you haven't have struggled with at some point. If or you are like right now, but it's just something to be aware of is that you need to learn how to like set strong boundaries because you will take in people's emotions as an empath. And you will, if you're out of alignment, you'll be trying to solve people's problems for them, trying to fix things. And we're we're really, when we have this center undefined or open, we're meant to just like observe the emotions. Like you can observe the emotions, but not take them on as your own. Yeah, it's, and especially yeah. like in business or in like a relationship of some sort, that can be so easy to do. Yeah, because you want to like fix things for the other person, but yeah, it's yeah boundaries around your own energy. And then if you do feel yourself getting really like in a really emotional or heated situation, those like times to step back and just like discharge everything you're picking up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this your open centers will be like so you have your your head open. So that tends to be, like, you might get a lot of inspiration and ideas around other people. And then maybe when you're not around that person, you don't feel as excited about it. Yeah. That, that needs to happen with the, the open head. So just, like, that's when you would want to commit to something, like, when you're alone and not in the energy of someone else. Mm. Because sometimes, like, you're picking up this energy from other people. And then when you're not around, you're like, well, did I actually... Really want to do that, or were they just like so pumped about it? Yeah. And then the root center, you also that's a pressure center. Actually, both the head and the root are pressure centers. So the root will be like with an undefined, you actually need time for the pressure to move up. Like you're meant, like you probably work better under like a tighter deadline, or like like some people call it procrastination. I think it's just how you're designed. Yeah. Like you're not gonna feel. The urge to do something if you know there's tons of time to get it done, but when it has to get done, you're able to sit down and do it. So for any of your open centers and you, and there's are a situation where you like need to get something done and you're not feeling that motivation to do so, uh, my little hack for that is just to go to like a coffee shop or go around for those other people and like borrow that energy from someone else.
0: Oh yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love
1: that. Yeah, like if it's, if there's yeah, and the same with the same non sacral beings. That is another, like it, for myself, sometimes it's like okay, if I'm in a coffee shop, at least I can pick up someone else's energy. If I'm really like I can't, I need to get stuff done today, and I'm just not feeling it at home. Yeah, that's that's a way to
0: work through that. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes so much sense, and I I know that it's interesting because. I did like a human design, like intensive over my chart. And she was like, and she told me, is like, everybody's going to come to you with their problems and you're going to want to solve them all. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and it's, it's yeah. it is really hard. And like something I developed, especially in the last few years is like, like you said, recognizing like what's mine to hold and what's not mine to hold. Like, I feel like a very valuable skill that I've been able to teach a lot of my clients too, because I think that we just do that. We already like as women, we're like caretakers already. And so me, you know, being the empath that I am, I'm like, oh, someone's hurting. I don't want them to hurt. But then it's like what I realized in doing that, and especially being a mom too, is sometimes when we, when we're giving and we're trying to fix, it's like stunting the growth of the other person. So I try to be conscious of that, especially with clients too, to make sure that in moments where I feel like I could just give the answer, I'm asking questions instead and trying to pull the answer from them so they can be the root of their, their source of their own power versus me just like being able to spout off the answers. Cause I have a lot of answers because I have a lot of life experience, <laughs> but it's not going to actually solve the problem. And especially if they're
1: an emotional authority, like they are meant to feel feelings like they it's going to take them a couple days to go through, like, and feel the highs, feel the lows. And then when they feel that clarity and peace, that's when they're meant to make a decision. But like, it's not always comfortable for them in the meantime, and, and for the people around them. because they're, You know, they're just an emotional being. And that's just how they're, they're designed to be. So if you're an emotional authority, just don't read too much into your emotions like you're meant to feel them and then when you feel peace and clarity that's when you make your decision
0: and I feel like that's another beautiful thing about human design is like there's so much awareness like beyond all the permission that you get for like you're allowed to be yourself and this is the reason why you're like this essentially it's also so much awareness that happens to where it's like you know being able to discern between like is this a thing that's theirs? Is this a thing that's mine? You know, being able, like you said, for, for me, I recognize like, oh, I am actively trying to accept somebody else's problem as my own. And I need to step back so I can see clearly on how to approach this, how to handle this. And that, that awareness, I think is huge for business owners, because especially in the coaching industry, you know, coaching industry was built, it's a dynamic process, it's to help people become the best versions of themselves. And I feel like we live in the last few years, you know, I'm like, always like the old grandma standing around, because I've been doing this for 11 years. And I'm like, this this would help people become the best version of themselves. And you do that by it's a dynamic process. It is not let me show you my one, two, three steps. And then Mm -hmm. you own it has to be customized to you which is why that dynamic process is so important so I feel like that when you understand that and we when we as business owners and as coaches like the more that we understand ourselves the better that we can lead people the better that we can do what we're actually meant to do not just in our businesses but in the world
1: yes and I think like that's why like human design too if you're a coach is so helpful to have an understanding of it like for yourself as well as for your clients, so that you're not, you know, trying to offer a solution that's just not going to be aligned for for their for their energy. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have been in the situation before, where they maybe have like tried to force something that just wasn't working because it was like someone else's framework, and that that framework might have probably worked wonderful for for that person that taught it, but it, it's not necessarily going to work for every single person if we're not taking into account. The differences in the energy and how everyone's uniquely designed. So, yeah.
0: yeah, I love that. So, what would you suggest for like resources or or anything else that you think would be helpful for the people listening today? Well,
1: I have like a free guide if you're brand new. That kind of just goes through all the five types and the strategy that we talked about today. So that's probably a place to start if you're like totally brand new. If you're some, if you're wanting to dive deeper, I do readings as well. Like really going through every piece of your chart but yeah if you're at that point and wanting a little bit more support you can just come check me out Uh, my my Instagram has everything on it and there's tons of reading as well like I'm always (laughs) buying new human design books and diving deeper so yeah my one of my favorite books is Human Design by Chetton Park and that was one of my first books I read when I was first starting out so that's uh, I have a few but I
0: don't I just, I'm still reading through Understanding Your Clients Through Human Design by Robin Wynn. That one's really fast. Cool. Um, oh
1: yeah, I have that one as
0: well. <laughs> uh, such good stuff. Such good stuff. So, let's end on, like, a fun note. Was there anything in my chart that was, like, super surprising? Super, like, that's
1: Oh gosh, I was actually just like, and this is just from what I know of you from following you on Instagram. I was like, oh my gosh, this all makes so much sense. Like some of the channels you have, especially like that channel twenty three, channel channel twenty three forty three, is called the can sometimes be called the freak to genius channel. Yeah. So like, you might just have these ideas that other people just kind of like look at you like, okay, (laughs) like like you're a freak. But then yeah. it's like later, people are like, "Oh my god, that's actually like so genius." So sometimes it's almost like you're ahead of your time, and yeah. it's it's funny because you said you've been in the coaching industry for eleven years, so yeah, like you're.
0: That's 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 so funny. I love that you brought that up because that she did bring that up in in the intensive that I did, and she was like, "You are going to have ideas, and you're going to put things in place, and it's not going to be till like years later that they actually." Mm-hmm very like innovative and Mm -hmm. come up with is going to make sense for right now but it's so funny because I was just saying like I'm like the old lady who's like can't you do this what's going
1: on well and actually almost all your channels like there's just very much an energy like entrepreneurial energy in your chart like the I have the 2551 as well like the channel of initiation so that's just like Kind of like leaping into the no unknown. It's about you. Almost like just have this trust that things are going to work out. Sometimes people don't see it the same way. I'm I have this one as well. So it's like sometimes people are like, but but are you like worried about that? And you're just like, it's going to work out. The universe will provide. Like that's, that's the energy of that channel. So yeah, there's it's just it's interesting to see like how like you're someone that seems very much in alignment with their human design. So that's great. Hey,
0: yeah, I think helped me. I really, really do. So for anybody watching listening definitely check out Jillian follow her she gives a great a bunch of great information on her page and I know that like she said she does the the intensives where she gets to go into your chart more in depth and it's a great great thing just to learn But I really think that I learned about human design in 2020 and it mm-hmm. bits and pieces And I just I I really really do think that it helps because when you're in alignment Life just feels better, you move better, and that's how that's like one of the biggest keys and secrets to growing a bigger business is like it needs to be love and then you need to have structure and strategy on the back end that actually supports where you want to go. so this is so thank you so much for your time. I said, is there anything else that you want to leave the people before we hop off today?
1: I would just say if you haven't already like go download your chart, you can Google it. I have a link in my bio too. you. There's, there's a few different sites. You can get your chart for free and at least like look at your uh, type, look at your strategy and look at your authority. And that's like the place to start. The chart itself might, I've heard it described as like a mathematical celestial equation. So if you need help interpret it, interpreting it, like later on in your dirty, like that's what I'm here for as well. But like, just understand your type and your authority and strategy. And that's like a good starting point if you're brand new. So
0: That feels, I'm sure, easier because it definitely can be, like we said, very overwhelming because there's so many pieces of it. Well, thank you so much for your time.
1: It was so fun.
0: You're so appreciated. And I love just following you and learning from you. So Likewise. and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Thanks so much, Kelsey. Okay, you're welcome.